Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good morning and welcome to Women Lead Radio brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. My name is Michelle Farrell and I am the host of Michelle Knows Money. Today our topic is how to send your student to college without losing your mind or your money. Today our leading lady is Shelly Howard of uh, College Ready. Good morning, Shelly. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, great that you're here. I'm really excited to talk to you um, about how to get your kid ready for college. Um, as a financial planner, a lot of my clients have, you know, students and kids that um, they call me up and they want a 529 plan. But let, before we get there, let's let our, in, our listeners know a little bit about yourself. So how did you get into wanting to help kids get into college? I believe it all started with my firstborn. He came home from eighth grade and said, Mom, I know exactly what I want to do when I grow up. And I looked at him and I said, really? Because I know a lot of adults who are still struggling with that. And he went on to share that he would like to be a brain surgeon and go to a top-tier school. And since I was the firstborn to go on to college, this was a massive leap for our family. The problem was, is I was a single mom at the time, and I had no idea, one, how to get him into a top-tier school, but even if he got in, how would I pay for it? So he was my reason why College Ready got started 13 years ago, and now he's an orthopedic surgeon, completely debt-free, and off living his dream. So that's how we got started. That's awesome. So you were able to get your, your son through college, through medical school, debt-free? So he got through the first four years completely debt-free. It cost him about $30,000 to do medical school, which he was able to work because you don't do medical school for free. <laughs> but he, he figured it out. And so he worked his way through, and now he's in a, in a really great place. Uh, through residency, he actually gets paid. So there is no more debt occurring, which is a fantastic thing. That's really, really awesome. So, Shelley, what I understand is you actually you travel around not only the United States but the world helping students plan their, for their perfect match college. So not only do you help them make sure they're graduating with little to no debt, but you're actually finding the right school for um, the children out there. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, that's where the money comes from. Everybody chases the little independent $100, 200 scholarship. But last year in 2021, we were able to secure 61 of my students got over $10.7 in scholarships. That was on top of need-based. 
And so that money came from matching them with their perfect college and making sure they had a standout strategy to not only get in, but be wanted enough to get a more desirable scholarship. That's really, really awesome. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just dumbfounded by that because I was, you know, I went to a fairly large school, um, high school, and so I didn't get like one-to-one time with my counselor. Um, I was a good B student, um, but I, I didn't. Ha- and my mom was a single mom, so she was working and making sure that the bills got paid. We never really talked about what I was going to do after college or after high school. Um, I went to a trade school to get a paralegal degree, but at the age of, you know, 17, 18, I didn't know that it should be an accredited school. Um, So two years and $30,000 later, I had an AA degree, um, but wanting to extend my, my education to possibly go to law school, they're like, yeah, we don't consider that. You have to start all over again. Um, so is that is that like is that part of the process of making sure you're getting people set up with the right the right colleges? Absolutely. So what we help students and families understand is there's three types of fit. There's an academic fit, which is your GPA, your test score, the amount of rigor you want or that you can handle. Then there's the social fit. The social fit is when you get to college, will you be happy there? Are you looking for a school with a big football or basketball team? Or are you looking for a small liberal arts uh, feel? And then there's the financial fit. And the financial fit is if you apply and you get in, have a plan to pay for it. Many families go with the shotgun approach of let's just see where they get in and then we'll figure it out. That is why our world is in such a massive college debt situation is because 17-year-olds are making this big commitment financially that they have no concept how they're ever going to pay it back. So finding the social, academic, and financial fit in whatever order your family sees fit is really the key. So like yourself, there are many students who come to me that are at a community college and they get absolute, I mean, it's bad at high schools, but they get absolutely no help. And so I'll work with them on a transfer plan to make sure that every class they take in their AA will also transfer to their state or university or a private school because every school accepts different classes and students just wing it and then they get frustrated probably like you did. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So what I'm hearing is that you also help kids keep in their timeline of graduating in four years, because my guess is a lot of kids, if they go to a community college and they plan on transferring to just keeping it local here, USC or UCLA, and then they talk to that school, they could have taken classes at the community level that won't even be accepted. So now they have to take more classes, spend more money, but more importantly, spend more time. That's absolutely what happens. So if there's a, there's a lot of different reasons why somebody might start at a community college and, you know, 20 years ago, that was a really viable option right now, at least in California, 
the schools here are so popular and so overcrowded that students are having to take uh, community college classes just to graduate in four years from their UC or state school. So now we're going and we're fighting for all of these community college classes. Well, the community college students are now getting frustrated because they can't get their classes to get their AA degree. So how do we get out of this situation? It's having a plan and a strategy and not just taking one class at a time, but actually mapping out from point A to point B with a couple variations because you may not get that chemistry class or that uh, photography class or whatever class that you're looking for in the semester you need it to be able to do the prerequisite for the following class. Not every community college class will transfer to the next level to get the BA or the BS or whatever that student's looking for. So the best advice I can give somebody going that path is have the whole plan mapped out. And I know it's overwhelming because there's nothing online for you, but if you ask lots of questions, reach out to myself or somebody else who, who works in that world, we can help you navigate that so much easier without a lot less frustration. That's really awesome, Shelly, um, because that's one of the overwhelming things is, um, you know, just what do, what do I even take um, to make, make sure that I'm able to graduate in the, the way I do? And looking at it from a financial advising, you know, financial planning um, aspect is, you know, time is money, and so, yes, even if you take out loans that those loans are deferred, but then you possibly are taking two years that you're not earning money. That's two years you're not in that entry field position, and over time, that could eventually, just by compounding interest and, and compounding time, you can actually end up costing yourself, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in just earning potential. Um, if it takes you six, seven years to get through your school versus four. Um, Absolutely. So I'm going to leave that there for a second. Um, it's time for us to take a quick moment and recognize one of our sponsors. Thanks, Michelle. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be one of the largest private nonprofit universities founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you so much for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and our partners. And now, Michelle, back to your show. Thank you. And now we are back again with Shelly Howard of College Ready, um, CEO and founder. Um, so, Shelly, tell me a little bit about the team of people that you work with. So that way, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, um, would they be dealing directly with you, or um, do you have a team of people behind behind the the, the curtain? Uh, absolutely. So it is not just me anymore. After 13 years, I have found that trying to do it all was not serving me or my students the best. So I actually have a team of 11, 
and it's made up of professional certified college consultants, uh, professional essay editors, professional test strategists and tutors, and we all support the student. The student has one consultant that they deal with one-to-one, and I create the custom strategy for every one of our students. So I and the consultant are with the student, and then when it's time, we bring in a professional essay editor who's never met the student because we want them to read the essay as if they were a university without filling in the gaps. And then we have test strategists that help the student to increase their test scores because it's not just about an IQ test. It's really about how do I beat the test. So it takes a whole lot of us. Then we help the family with lowering their expected family contribution, how to understand the FAFSA and the CSS profile, and then we have the opportunity to refer students back to you, um, Michelle, to help them understand the financial implications of that movement. Okay. So when you send them back to me, do you automatically say, okay, Michelle, or whatever financial planner advisor they're working with, let's get them started with a 529 plan? Well, the 529 plan, unfortunately, is the only government plan available, and it is really not a good situation for a lot of families. For a family that has, you know, two paycheck income, it may be a strategy, but I would be very, very cautious because the 529 is basically telling the university, university, I've saved all of this money for you, just for you, because I can't use it anywhere else. And you have to list it on the FAFSA. Well, what happens is the, the university looks at that and they say, outstanding, well, job parent, thank you so much for saving for college. But for somebody else who may be an independent contractor, a uh, owner of a business, uh, a partnership, an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, it goes on and on, that is actually going to be a devastating situation for them. And I experienced that personally. I did have a 529 and I have to say I was very proud of myself when my oldest went off to college because my parents did not save a dime. And so what I found out is that 529 almost cost my son his full ride scholarship to Harvard. And so when I say that, people are shocked because it was it was quite uh, fast and furious how we found out, but they were like, thank you so much for saving. We'll give somebody else the scholarship that was eared for you. And I said, no, 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 no. Let's go ahead and move that to my younger daughter. And then my son was able to get the opportunities that he so deserved. So there's many ways to pay for college. The 529 is one of many, and it may not be the best for your family. So I strictly advise, I do not move money. I just let families know this is what's on the FAFSA. This was, is what's not on the FAFSA. It's like hiring a CPA, right? Not everybody's going to want to study tax codes, so you hire a CPA to save you money. Same thing happens with college you hire a financial advisor who understands that the 529 is not the only plan or potentially not the best plan. So I educate families 
And then I send them to the people who can truly help them map out the financial strategy, move money, and and work out what is going to put them in the best financial opportunity to receive not only need-based, but also merit-based. A lot of people think I just make too much money and they throw up their hands and pay full price. Well, the challenge is, would you pay full price for a home? Well, maybe in California right now you would. But for most people, they would be like, oh, no way. I'm, there's no way I'm going to pay full price or even for a car. Not too many people walk up to a dealership and say, yes, I'll pay sticker price. So why are we paying full price for college? That is how I help families get a return on their investment and have a financial strategy. That, there were so many little takeaways from that, um, you know, in regards to, um, number one, just being educated or connect yourself with somebody that's educated on what a FAFSA is. Um, I remember when, I mean, we're going back to the early 1990s, filling out the FAFSA. I think my mom made under $40,000 a year. And they said, well, she makes too much. You don't get any free money. Um, if I had somebody like you, my guess is you probably would have been able to help me get some, some, some free money to help me lower those students, that student debt coming out of, out of college. Um, and, and not to make, turn this into a financial planning conversation, but a 529 plan, what it does is if the money is used for qualified education, then you don't have to pay taxes sometimes on the money you put into it. In California, you don't get any tax breaks for putting money into a 529 plan. You just avoid paying taxes on the, um, on the growth of the 529 plan. So it may not, there may be other vehicles out there that actually will provide you some better tax savings and not show up as assets. Um, specifically earmarked for education. So I love the fact that you work with a, the, the client's financial planner to make sure they're actually doing the best thing for their child. Um, so that's great, great information. Um, so, so let's say you have somebody, um, they've got, you know, they've got a a child that's, say, in third grade, they've got a child in eighth grade, and they have somebody that's a sophomore in college, um, and they're really starting to, to think about their college planning. Which of those three is the ideal start for you? Well, everybody has their own approach, and some people are planners and some people are procrastinators. I can only speak to what will happen with each path. If you plan and start helping your student understand why they would want to go to college, because I understand not every student in this world is college-bound. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that some will go and they'll, you know, have trade jobs. That's great. But having that conversation about what they want for their future and how much money they'll want to make and if they want to move out of their parents' home and little things like that, we start those conversations as early as when somebody comes to us, and that could be uh, when they promote from eighth grade. So that's a perfect time because colleges allow you to start getting credit. Once you promote from eighth grade, colleges say all of that summer going into high school, 
that is all used towards college. So you could be doing community service. You could be doing leadership. You can be doing extracurriculars. Many families wait thinking that college planning is just picking the college, and they think, well, they're not ready to do that till their junior year. That may be the case, but that's not the best time to start planning. Financially, it is critical to plan early, like everything else, right? I just got life insurance for my first time, and I, I remember telling the agent, why didn't I do this sooner? It would have been so much more beneficial. And they looked at me and said, yes, you're right. And I tell that to families all the time because the FAFSA looks at the second semester of the sophomore year in high school and the first semester of the junior year. So if the student and the family don't start planning for college until the end of the junior year, they're now in a financially tough position. It's not too late, but it is a lot more difficult because the way the FAFSA looks at the family's financial situation. So to answer your question, in a perfect world, talking to your student about college from early on, but keeping it top level and fun, touring colleges while you're on a family vacation, and just explaining the benefits that it will give you in life. And then when you come to the eighth grade year when they're going into their freshman year is so important. Those very first classes that they pick are critical for their path through high school. And the financial side of that is critical. So it gives them a jump start. And we start gently. You know, we, we drip the information. What are they passionate about? What are their core values? What do they want for their future? We don't blast them with, what's your major and what do you want to do in college? Like, that's so not a good way to start. So it's gently nurturing them. And then by the time they're a junior, this conversation has been going on for a while, and they're very ready and receptive to what is a good major for their gifts and their talents and their core values, and what do they want for their five-year plan and their 10-year plan. You know, we really focus on not just getting them into a brand-name school, but it's very planned out as what do they want when they graduate? Do they want to get their master's or MBA or PhD? Because now that's a whole nother thing. Because if they haven't done undergrad debt-free, now they're double-debted. Mm. Having a strategy and a plan, because marrying somebody who's double-debted, now you're you know four times in debt. So I just tell families, be very careful and strategic and start having these conversations. But I get it, I have four kids. Sometimes these conversations are not well received from a teenager. And I have some families in my program that are straight up honest and say, hey, I wanna love my kids the last four years they're with me. You talk about that with them and I'm happy to do so. Oh, that's great. So you're able to kind of pull or, or make your, your team available for kind of the uncomfortable conversation um, of kind of getting focused with college and then the parents don't have to be, the, you know, the quote-unquote bad guy. That's really, really awesome. And what a great resource for parents out there. It's so actually a lot of fun. Is it? You know, the, the nice part about it, bit more yes. That's what it, it really is because we're not going to have them do homework and we don't have them do chores. We're there to get them their dream. They're willing to share with us because 
we don't have any expectations of what that is. We truly say, what do you want? Let's go get it. So I love my career. I couldn't imagine doing anything more fulfilling. I could, I totally relate to that one, Shelly. Um, I know you have a ton of resources available for people out there, not just sitting down and kind of holding their hand to, you know, helping them kind of figure out what college would be best based on their goals and their values and their financial um, situation. Do they want to stay in state or out of state? But um, my guess is you probably help figure help clients figure out if college is even a good fit. Is is that correct? That's absolutely correct. We we not only have you know written assessments, but we also have conversation assessments where the student doesn't feel so pressured about filling in this bubble or that bubble, but we play lots of um, fun uh, verbal games where we can find out what's important to them and what's not and, you know, get them to where they want to be. So our job or our, our goal is to get them, you know, end career and whatever comes between, that's the strategy to get them there. So our goal is to help them map out. And sometimes they have never talked about this because, to be honest, last night I was at a National Charity League event where I was presenting to all of the young ladies. And I asked them, out of a room of 20, how many of you got to talk to your high school counselor last year or this year? Not one hand went up. So these wow. young people are trying to navigate this all on their own. There's no class that prepares them for this. So that's what we do is we help them to talk about it and map it out to strategize and come up with what is their custom strategy. So let's say maybe they're not in a position to be able to, to do the one-to-one um, counseling with you, are there other courses or preps that you could help them with um, outside of just hiring your team for one-to-one help? Absolutely. We offer group classes that are completely online, and we offer do-it-yourself, where I have videotaped and curated a passion with purpose online class, and you do it yourself. And then there's college ready debt free, completely online, do it yourself. And for those people who truly can afford it, I want you to know there are 13 colleges that are tuition free, and they're in my book. And I'm happy to gift your listeners a copy of my book for free if they go to book, B O O K dot college ready plan dot com. And we will send you a free PDF, no strings attached, because we don't want the money of preparation keep you from knowing that everybody can go to college if they want to. That's very generous of you, Shelley. Thank you so much. So let's say somebody has some questions or they want to schedule a consultation with you. How do people reach out to you and find Shelley Howard and College Ready? Absolutely. The easiest or all-inclusive way would be my website, which is www.collegeReadyPlan, P-L-A-N.com. 
on there you can uh, schedule a free discovery 30 minutes with me the founder of college ready where i will help you understand where is your student and how far along they are if you don't want to do that i also have on the website a quiz you can take and i will send you the results of are you college ready or here's some things that you can do so everything is about preparing the student and there's a ton of free resources. That's really awesome, Shelly. You could just hear in your voice how passionate you are about making, really kind of making sure that no child is left behind when it comes to their college and their, their planning. Really quick, we have about 30 seconds left before we sign off for the show. What's the one thing, um, what's the biggest mistake that you see that people make the biggest mistake hands down is a family that says let's wait and see where they get into college and then we'll figure out how to pay for it so you're saying the number one thing that people could do is plan no matter what they do whether it be with you using your free resources um, is to make sure that they're not procrastinating which is one of the number one enemies to your money so that is our show for today. Shelly, thank you so much for being our leading lady. Um, a special thanks to all of our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. After our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio on all subscription podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back for another live show, woman-led radio show on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Remember that all advisory services are offered through Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Shelley, thank you again. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Thank you for listening, and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.